0: 12 minutes it is after 8pm and uh, we now go into our tech conversations here on uh, Metro FM Talk where we uh, take a look at uh, the latest developments and uh, platforms and all manner of events happening uh, in the world of technology and today we're taking a look at artificial intelligence and uh, there's a conference happening as i indicated uh, all the way out in uh, the uh, western cape there in cape town it's the ai africa expo and uh, to talk about this i'm joined on the line by co-founder and chief technology officer at uh, Africa Business Intelligence. And we're also going to be joined sh- shortly by Munsanje Mwene, uh, who's the senior data scientist at Aerobotics and uh, the co founder and chief technology officer at Africa Business Intelligence. Tabo uh, Kue joins me on the line now. Tabo, good evening to you and uh, welcome to Metro FM Talk. Uh hi, Abonga. How are you? I'm good, thanks, my brother. How are you? All right, all right. Good. Uh, man.
1: Thanks to the listeners who are on the show, and uh, I think everyone will be. But what do you have to, for them in store?
0: Awesome, awesome. Taba, how do I pronounce your surname, man, uh, just as we start?
1: Oh, uh, you say Koyie, so it's more of like, less. Uh, how do I say, say that, like that again? E have an a- apostrophe at the end.
0: Say that again? Koyie. Okay. Koyie. Okay, sure, sure, t Tabo, you work and you are the chief technology officer and one of the founders of Africa Business Intelligence. That might be a good place to start. What is it that you guys do, and uh, more importantly, how does that intersect with the world of data science and uh, artificial intelligence?
1: Uh, uh, Us, as uh, Africa Business Integration, uh, we actually a startup that started in twenty seventeen. We are computer vision system integrators. We are heavily focused on technologies, emerging technologies that are actually on the fourth industrial revolution. So as we know, that fourth industrial revolution is a bit broad. Uh, so what we actually focus heavily on and specialize on is computer vision and machine learning. Mm. And what we actually deploy actually in the real world applications that actually do use artificial intelligence models so actually they can predict uh behavior, can predict uh maybe some uh, anomaly that it's about to happen. So it, it actually does work on a variety of uh markets. Uh we can talk about from retail to insurance, um we can talk about uh hotels. So it is we, we actually work with diverse uh technologies at ABI, and Mm. uh, in data science, uh, that's our actually key part, which is computer vision.
0: What are, what are some of the use cases here? I mean, uh, sometimes when we talk about these, you know, exponential technologies, uh, yeah. we often don't maybe place them in a sort of a business context and uh, yeah. uh, the role and function they can play in solving real business challenges on a day-to-day. Yeah. And I'm quite interested in, I guess, uh, you probably potentially have to do a lot of educating of your clients to try and explain how they can deploy this to uh, solve some of the challenges they have in their businesses. Yes. Uh,
1: essentially us, well, what we really focus on is the open source community and business uh, model there. Uh, and I would like to share from Africa Business Integration uh, the one of the most favorite uh, products that we have actually been uh, building, uh, which is called Excel Drive Simulation. Mm. So, what happens here is that um, we're trying to uh, emulate. Uh, the driving schools that uh, are actually there around South Africa. So we're trying to make uh, whatever operations that a learner, as a learner's driver, take at the um, at centers of learning of driving. Now, we try to simulate that in the VR environment, which is a better reality environment. And from there, mm-hmm. we we took uh, we, we take uh, enormous tests and uh, enhance uh, driving skills within inside the virtual world. And then from there, uh, we give uh, the actual learners the physical card to go and test the skills that they have learned from the physical world.
2: Mm. So
1: uh, what we're trying to... It's actually a dream by itself because if you come to look at very carefully, uh, if you look at uh, how uh, operations actually are at uh, the learning center, is that you have to... Uh, after hiring a car and then hire out training sessions, and those training sessions, uh, they actually are physical and uh, uh, like high costly because of petrol and mm. uh, the, the physical cars that are being used. And now since we are talking about green technology and artificial intelligence trying to keep everything at low cost, so this is where artificial intelligence comes in and start uh, actually trying to help and predict uh, learning uh, retention for driving learners Mm. and then from there uh, as as you have reached maybe let's say 95% of uh, accuracy in your driving testing skills from there you start to uh, execute your testing skills in the real world Mm. so that's what it's like a a blockchain system that connects drivers to the learners and then the learner can just uh, uh, like book a ride from uh, the driver and then the driver will be the actual person who rates the learner and then from those uh, testing scenario cases we can get uh, uh, efficient data to tell us about how the learner is actually coping in the real world and mm. uh, resisting from the virtual learning
0: how much does some of this stuff cost man uh, is it only the bigger guys who can afford this uh, I don't know. <laughs> how, how much does it cost Uh, Can
1: you please repeat that for me? No, I'm asking,
0: how much does it cost, Tibos? You know, How much would a solution of this kind cost when you deploy it for a client? And is it only the bigger guys Uh, that can afford it?
1: It's it's actually costly uh, because uh, actually we'll be now trying to integrate and really uh, put everyone in one place. So we've actually thought about crowdsourcing funding. So it's something that will uh, we reaching a target of actually raising up to thirteen million transfers.
0: Okay, let's pause so, the yeah.
1: Let's pause the. So so it will actually it will actually help like uh, for example, uh, there's there's new courses of uh, drivers learners uh, yes. in the schools like grade twelve. So imagine there's a centre for around schools uh, for that whole uh, uh, province. And then uh, learners can actually go there and learn there. Then they can actually go out and apply you know, skills from them.
0: Okay. Center. All right. Yeah. Uh, that there was uh, Thabo Kui. Uh, he's the co-founder and chief technology officer at uh, Africa yeah. Business uh, Integration talking to us. This evening here on Metro FM Talk, let's take this brief break. And on the other side, I can see we're already joined now by uh, Musanje Mwene, who's a senior data scientist at uh, Aerobotics. And when we come back, we'll uh, engage with uh, uh, Musanje and ask him, of course, what is it that they do? And, uh, of course, one of their business cases is uh, assisting farmers uh, with world-leading pest and disease management for tree crop protection using drones and satellite data. If you're asking yourself why, much like I am, uh, you're going to hear all about it on the other side of this break. 22 minutes it is after 8 p.m. And uh, we are in our tech conversations for this week. We bring it to you every week on uh, Wednesdays. And uh, today we're talking about artificial intelligence and the deployment and use of uh, data science. And I'm um, joined on the line, uh, I was saying from uh, Lusaka, well, I'm certainly wrong there. He's joining us all the way from Nairobi in Kenya. And uh, that is uh, Musanje Mwene. And uh, he is with uh, a startup based in Cape Town called Aerobotics. And he joins us now on the line. Munsanje good evening to you and welcome to Metro FM Talk.
3: Evening, thank you for having me on.
0: Munsanje let's maybe start off here. If you could just briefly explain to us, uh, you know, the... I guess the work you guys do at uh, Aerobotics and, uh, uh, and more importantly, you know, with the um, functional value that it has for many of your clients, which are farmers.
3: Yeah, so as you explained earlier, um, our company is focused on um, the agricultural space, and we work primarily with drones to um, capture high resolution imagery of farms uh, with the goal of giving farmers up to date information about their farms in such a manner that is rapid and reliable. And the the overall intention is that they use information to plan in a much more effective way interventions and also forecast yield.
0: So so, so in effect, I mean, uh, how do you assist them to do that? How do you assist them to manage pests? How do you assist them to forecast their yields? Uh, What about the tech that you sort of deploy and bring on board uh, allows them to do that?
3: Yeah, so um, our main product is centered around... uh, providing farmers with an accurate inventory based on the high-resolution imagery that we take of their orchards. And this inventory is in terms of pre-counts as well as precise pre-locations and various metrics that relate to their health, such as um, canopy area and various specialized um, indices, health indices. We also have a product that segments each orchard according to crop performance, and that helps them better prioritize from a higher level where to um, focus their energies when they Mm. send uh, their men out into the field. Okay. And a uh, most exciting uh, product, uh, which um, we've we, we've uh, most recently been working on, um, analyzes uh, tree crops at a, at a much more finer finer grained level, capturing um, data at the level of individual individual fruit and extracting important characteristics such as size and color. And these directly tie into um, information that farmers need at harvest time in order to make decisions about uh, market exports and stuff like that.
0: Mm mm and uh, you know when you look at this i mean i was asking uh, tabo earlier on you know how right. Expense of some of this is because the big question that would uh, certainly, you know, determine the scale of adoption for many people, uh, at least of all small-scale farmers, would be the cost. And of course, uh, I guess uh, some of the other sort of uh, knowledge and skills that would be required to integrate this into their production processes. When you look at your solution, uh, I guess uh, you know uh, what is the cost in the first instance, and uh, more importantly, uh, how much uh, of adoption have you seen?
3: So. Our main clients uh, are large-scale farmers, um, massive um, citrus, uh, macadamia, and other um, sorts of other farmers that target different kinds of crops. And I guess the model that we're taking is that, um, first of all, it's expensive to de- to develop um, such um, highly specialized technology, and to do so um, you, need, you need funding. And um, to get that funding, we're essentially targeting larger um, organizations, and the idea is that the technology that we build now will eventually benefit um, smaller scale farmers by 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 allowing us to first build the technology in a way that's profitable for us. and um, then once once that's done, we can then perhaps lower lower the price point and uh, bring on smaller scale farmers.
2: Mm, mm. Uh
0: Tamo, let me bring you in here. I mean w- when you look at uh, I guess the ecosystem in general, uh, I'm quite interested in some of the sort of key things from uh, be it a skill, knowledge. Uh, financing and uh, you know other ecosystem elements that are needed to ensure much wider sort of a scale of adoption of some of this technology what are some of the things that you think are going to be important in driving that and uh, ensuring that we're able to future-proof some of our own innovations here to be able to respond to some of the challenges of the 4IR Uh, uh,
1: from my side what I believe is actually it's, it's, it's a matter of starting and uh to be honest, um, like uh, most of uh, the, the software that is running on most actually uh, big infrastructures at uh, the uh open source. so uh, the, they have been actually de- being deployed around the world, and as from us Afri- Africans, we actually been uh, given an opportunity to actually partake in this fourth industrial revolution. So uh, I best believe that it's uh, highly recommended uh, we do open source uh, teaching and education. And then where we actually can uh, raise funds and crowdsource funds for actually teaching uh, the, the, the young people who are interested, uh, young data scientists. And as for skills, uh, around the web, there's everyone who's just doing uh, fourth industrial revolution emerging uh, technologies. So uh as to believe and actually uh for Africa Business integration we do have a meetup that actually we have uh in conjunction with Inter. So what we do there is that we bring along developers.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, we
1: have a community of like five hundred developers, uh where we have events uh uh per month and then from there yeah, we get to uh create a community that has uh uh innovative ideas in the uh, people can be flexible with ideas and can even uh, make it on a bigger scale. So, uh, right now, the, uh, the, the challenge is uh, when we never start. Because I believe once you start it, uh, you'll never stop. That's a fun of uh, the 14th of the revolution.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, on your end, uh, Musanje, I mean, from what you've seen in the ecosystem here in South Africa, where, where do you see some of the bottlenecks and uh, potentially, uh, I mean, where, where do you see some of the greatest opportunities? Yeah, so it's actually quite interesting. Musanje, ah, I seem to have lost Musanje there. Maybe Tabo, I can ask you a similar question. There, where are you seeing some of the opportunities uh, in that space, at uh, least of when it comes to issues of adoption here, that uh, can take uh, entities and businesses like the one you and, uh, and Musanje uh, are a part of, respectively? Uh, I guess uh, to to a much wider scale of uh, uh, business.
1: Um. For wider scale businesses, so now we actually talk about large infrastructures to actually scale up to a lot of people, mm. so opportunities will actually come when businesses do have ideas and they're willing to actually scale to everyone who needs it. Uh, for example, uh, if we look at uh, some of the new blockchain technologies that are around, we uh, subscribe online and uh, uh like there are actually new technologies software things you know, that are coming out of South Africa, and people do uh subscribe as user base there but now the problem it becomes where the back end uh, becomes heavily costly because now we're talking about cloud services uh we're talking about on edge premises of uh computations so uh that's actually business comes from mm. and uh Uh, like that's where we will actually see opportunities being created in the market. Uh, We will see a need for certain solutions. Uh, As I said, for Excel Drive, uh, we will uh, need like enormous computing power to keep all those servers running all the time. So I believe that uh, uh, opportunities can be created from actually scaling up businesses from small ideas.
0: Okay, yeah, Musanja, are you with us?
1: Yes
2: I am
0: yes, I don't know how much of the the question I was posing you you managed to get there, but I was asking from what you've seen in the South African ecosystem, where are you seeing some of the opportunities
3: yeah, so the great thing about AI is that it it allows us to take um human expertise and then encode it in a way thats uh, that can be repeatedly applied to different um sources and um some of the greatest opportunities um in Africa um are are really just around around uh, providing Africans with um uh Additional avenues to specialize, so um, so that they can establish themselves as experts and market themselves to to employers and also um, the larger larger um, te- technical community around the world. Mm,
0: um, mm. And uh, just uh, briefly there, uh, gentlemen, Musanjie, let me maybe start off with you. Uh, the uh, event that's happening next week, just briefly explain to us uh, that AI Ex- uh, Expo, it's uh, the largest event of its kind on the continent, AI Africa Expo. Uh, w- what is happening there and what uh, should people expect?
3: Yeah, so the AI Expo is a gathering of um, uh, industry experts uh, who focus on building um uh, arti- technologies that apply artificial intelligence and, uh, my role specifically there will be to give a talk on the application of privacy, um, to, to artificial intelligence. Um, so the current situation is that most artificial intelligence technologies don't have embedded in them, um, mechanisms that, uh, preserve the privacy of, um, the, the individuals that, uh, source the, that, uh, provide the data. And, uh, my talk will focus on technologies that, uh, make very specific and very reliable guarantees on um, the security of information that um, we give out. And this will allow um, institutions to be more flexible about how they share data and um, in doing so will enable innovation to to happen at a faster pace What with um, increasing regulation around data sharing cropping up around the world.
2: Okay, let me
0: give the last word to you, Tabo. Uh, similar question to you, of course, uh, the AI Africa Expo. Uh, What should people expect uh, from Africa Business Integration and, uh, more importantly, from the uh, Expo uh, more broadly?
1: Uh, So, from Africa Business Integration, uh, we will be going with our first drive. We will be uh, implementing hand gestures, but it's more of a flash talk. We will be talking about how it can be actually implemented in other scenarios uh where we can use hand gestures as uh actually uh, an input to the computer mm. or yeah. So it will be that and uh we we'll expect uh people to come through and actually see the technology uh in action.
0: Okay. Gentlemen, thank you so much uh, to the pair of you Uh, for sharing your time with us uh, this evening here on Metro FM Talk. Wish you all the best uh, for that uh, expo there happening in Cape Town next week uh, between the 4th and 5th of September in the world of artificial intelligence and data science. That there was Thabo He's the co-founder and chief technology officer at Africa Business Integration. Also joined by uh, Munsanje Mwene, a senior data scientist at Aerobotics who's speaking to us all the way from Nairobi uh, in Kenya. That's where we're going to have to leave it for our tech conversation for this week.